0: Welcome to the School for Small Business podcast where small business owners come to learn the keys to running a successful small business on their own terms. We've been in your shoes scaling from the basement to the boardroom. We understand the highs and lows of entrepreneurship and the one thing we know, business doesn't have to be hard. Let us make it easy for you. No business degree required. Join us as we unpack what it really takes to have success the time, the money and the freedom that you desire, all while having a massive impact on the people you serve. It's okay to want it all. If you've ever referred to yourself as an accidental entrepreneur, this is the podcast for you. We're going to dive into the mindset, the strategy and everything in between. While you're busy supporting others, let us support you. Hello, and welcome back to the School for Small Business podcast. Today, I am here with guest Nikki Ferguson. Nikki, I got to stumble across you in a group that we were a part of on a little working vacation, and I was so excited about all the things that you talk about, how they like totally compliment exactly what I do. I know how important everything you do is. And we can dive into that. But before we do, I'd love for you to introduce yourself and just say hi.
1: Hello, thank you for having me on. Yes, I love meeting you in our little work vacation. Such a cool trip. But I'm Nikki. And I'm a money mentor and nervous system regulation coach. So I help people like heal their relationship with money, kind of from the inside out. It's more of an inside job with me, and help you just get to your vision board life and feel good about it and peace and calm and all those good happy feelings,
0: <laughs> yeah, and I know we've been talking about working together, and I'm got to experience one of your breath work sessions, which I absolutely loved. Mm-hmm. We won't talk about how I fell asleep, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like it was so fantastic and I really just love how this is like the long game work. I've talked about that before on a podcast where it's like, okay, we need to do the long game work, but we haven't really talked about like, well, what does that really look like for somebody? So tell us like when people are starting to heal their relationship with money, what does that look like with you?
1: In the beginning, it a lot of times just means like getting acquainted with their money. So many people are, you know, you work with people with money too, are just so afraid of digging into their finances and even taking a peek at it, that it becomes this big thing that they're just afraid to even look at. And so like, I think just starting is like, kind of like working up to a little bit more and a little bit more of exposing yourself to your money, your bank account, like check it, just, okay, go and see what your account balance is. Like, that's one of the things that where we start. And then we dig into like the beliefs and the stories and nervous system, all of that.
0: <laughs> so I think it it's incredible how many people are like actually just terrified by the bank balance. But sometimes I think almost stealthier <laughs> is the ones who aren't acting terrified, like the mm. ones who aren't even admitting like, okay, I'm worried about it. It's the ones who are like, oh, I'm you know, I'm just too busy to deal with this. But really deep down, like they have that level of avoidance. Are there any keys or like hints that you could share with people like, hey, if you're thinking this or experiencing this, this might be a hint that this is actually a a money scarcity fear kind of problem that you need to dig into? I think on
1: that side is like the people who are really heavy into like, hustle, hustle, got to get more clients got to get more work. And that's one thing I've talked about before is like, We need to be at a place where it's like, I know that money's coming to me. I trust this, like, and that's almost like setting up their businesses and having the trust there. So it's all encompassing thing. But I think, yeah, like identifying, like, if you're always like, go 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 go, I've got to get the next person, the next client, I got more, I got to sell this, you may be like, yeah, I'm making money, but like, do you want to like live like that? (laughs) You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> live like that. It's like, there's never enough to right. like yeah. satiate the fear at that point. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it will never be enough to feel safe. So you mentioned that you start with people on like, just looking at the bank balance, what kind of reactions, like, I'm just curious, what kind of reactions do you get from people, you know, after a couple of times, are they like losing the fear? Like it's starting to disappear for them. What does that look like?
1: Yeah. Most of the time it's, this isn't as hard as I thought it was going to be or I'm starting to enjoy this. Somebody said that to me like uh, last month. I'm starting to enjoy this, which they never thought that they would say. So, it's kind of cool. I'm like, yeah. Look, don't I tell you money's fun, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And even just like getting past that point. So, it's like anything hard, it's like a skill kind of that's built or like a tolerance Mm -hmm. that's built right so Mm -hmm. like when you're doing it the first time it's like oh maybe it's not where you want it to be but -hmm. then as you look at it a couple times you realize like bigger picture there's like it's not as many problems as you think it is there's more opportunities than you thought there was and building that can you tell me like why did you get into this field what was so important about nervous system regulation when it came to money
1: this is good okay (laughs) so i was originally like just a money coach. I started off with like budgeting. Like that's what I help people do. I have a degree in accounting. I never got a CPA, but I like numbers and math. And I was like, I can help people with this. I have fun with it. And so I started in that, like helping money that way. Cause I thought we all need money. I want to make it easy for people. And it wasn't as easy for everyone, you know, and myself included, because once we get into money, money is goes so deep that we have these beliefs and these stories like all the way back from our childhood. It can be from our families or from society, from TV and movies of what to believe about money and people who have money and people who don't have money. And they get so ingrained in us. So it's like really hard to change our money state a lot of times. So we'll take these actions and steps and we have these behaviors with money that are stuck with this, even though no matter how much we want to try and change it. I was working with a client, and she was so determined. Like, she wanted to make a change, but kept falling back into these old patterns, old behaviors of just spending without thinking, like just impulsively spending. And then at the end of the month, she would feel, you know, shame, regret, all those, like, things that we don't want to feel And I'm like, okay, there's got to be more to this. And so that's when I really started digging into the nervous system. And her, one, was one of my clients. And then also with myself, me gaining more money, making more money, felt unsafe in my body. It felt like I would go to bed, I would be really happy. And then I would go to bed and I'd be like, I'm so, I would feel so anxious. And I'm like, what is why am I anxious? Like today was a good day. Like what is going on here? And it, like my mind knew. So like the nervous system work goes into the body, takes you out of your head and into the body. So my mind knew like, this is a good thing. You are worth this. You can do this. You can, you know, surpass what you thought your life was going to be. But my body didn't fully believe it yet. And so nervous system work, breath work has really helped to work that out of the body, because you don't even really have to think when you're doing breath work. It's really just moving that energy, that stuck energy. We're getting a little woo-woo here, but it's science as well. Mm -hmm. Just moving that out of the body and letting it go. I mean, it's like when you do a stretch for your muscles, Like that's that's what that is. You're letting go of that stuck thing there.
0: So, I don't know why, but this like really clicked for me this weekend. I've been in a space where my sister does energy healing. Like it's been a part of my life for a number of years, almost like four years, I would say. And it clicked for me this weekend I remember something from my childhood, but I almost like kind of felt the situation again. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like, for anybody who's listening is like, I was almost kind of like back there, like without being back there, when Mm -hmm. I was reminded of something that happened. And to me, that's when it hit me of like, yes, I know that we store energy, because before I thought it was just like, oh, that's just a memory. But Mm -hmm. sometimes on those like negative situations it's like you can feel what you felt in Mm -hmm. that moment and it is literally stored in your body they like Mm -hmm. there's science behind that where it's literally Mm -hmm. stored there and then that's actually how we pass down generational trauma because it alters ourselves and we pass that down to our children when we procreate and Mm -hmm. it's just incredible and so that is where it like really hit me I've already done some of this work but it was like I really have to Like, put more emphasis on processing, especially in the moment if I can. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily like, okay, I got to dig all the skeletons out of the grave, but like in the moment, Mm -hmm. how do I not like add to the problem? So when I'm mad, I like taught my little girls, like, go push a wall and like get their anger out. And it's incredible that they're not remembering those moments the same. Mm -hmm. And so that's really what you're doing with money, right? Is like, Mm -hmm. instead of every time you're looking at the bank statement, you're like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to look at it and the next mm-hmm. time you perpetuate the cycle mm-hmm. you're helping people break that
1: yeah yeah I mean like you said you feel those same feelings when that thing comes up and your brain doesn't know the difference between this is happening now or this happened 30 years ago right so yeah I think it's like in that moment you kind of have to like reparent yourself if it was like a childhood thing and you know, take some deep breaths, recognize like, where am I feeling it? Like, literally in your body, like, is this my chest is tight? My throat is closed. My stomach is woozy. Like, where are you feeling it? And kind of like dialing into that and kind of body awareness of like, okay, this is where this energy is. And breathing that out and reassuring yourself because your brain, like you said, we're in these spots, like we've done all this, the work, your brain knows, your mind is like, yeah, logically, this is fine. This is safe. We're good. But you just have to let your body in on the secret.
0: <laughs> so interesting. Hey, it's Stacey here. And I have some exciting news that's going to make such a huge impact on your business journey. I created a guidebook called The Profit Playbook, and it's game-changing just for entrepreneurs like you and me. I'm incredibly passionate about doing only things that move the needle, and I poured only the most impactful and highly implementable tools, tips, and strategies into this guide for you. You better believe I took the 15 years of experience that I have working with thousands of business owners, as well as my own seven-figure success story, and I'm making it all available to you. We're going to dive in and explore why profit is truly the key that unlocks business success. You'll understand the levers that can drive more profit to the bottom line while still keeping your heart-led vision intact. And then I provide you 30 incredible ways to boost profit in your business. Imagine the possibilities. The best part is the it's completely free. Seriously, it's on me. I genuinely want to see you succeed and this playbook is my way of lending a helping hand. Head over to the link in the show notes to grab your free copy of the profit playbook and let's start that journey toward greater profitability together. I believe we can have income and an impact and live a life we love in our business and I'm here to support you every step of the way. Okay, I have a funny story for you and then you can okay. tell me like what you would do. So when I was a kid, I don't know why, but it was like sort of traumatic for me that my parents took us on a vacation to Florida. And we came back and the hot water tank was broken. And when I was a kid, my dad was sick. So we often lived on a single income and my parents, like, we were not in poverty, but things were tight. So -hmm. this hot water tank breaking was like the end of the world. For me, I was like, where are we going to get the money for this? Mm -hmm. Like, that was very scary for me. And now... A previous house that we lived in a couple years ago had hot water tank issues. And now, still to this day, some days, like right now I'm in a season of investment in my business. I'm like investing in inventory. I'm investing in all sorts of things. And the other day I'm saying to my husband like... I think the hot water is not working. We have an on-demand hot water system. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I think there's something wrong with it. I think it's broken. And it's funny how it's associated with the exact same time yeah. as when I feel like a little tighter financially. Yeah. So what kind of steps, like if somebody's like, holy crap, like I have those moments when I was a kid where I was like, ooh, heard my parents talking about money. Like, where would you start with that?
1: Yeah. And I think a lot of times when we're kids, we don't know the full story, right? So like, okay, this is what I felt. This is the story I told myself I was a kid. This is what was really going on. And like, how am I in a different position now as an adult and I can handle this differently? And like you saying, like, there's been a lot of like hot water, like things come up. <laughs> like maybe that's like, I'm getting into the spirituality here, like some kind of lesson, which I don't know what the lesson is there. But something that's like keeps coming up for you is what's behind that. And like you said, it's the the money is tight. The money is tight. Oh, there goes the hot water. And you're bringing that all the way back to when we came home from Florida. And I think like just releasing that and allowing like, okay, money is going to be tight sometimes. And we are doing this, like you said, you're investing in your business. So it's not like, You're like losing money, but you're investing in your business and feeling like that safety, like it's okay, I can do this now. Releasing that with the breath, with like I do a lot of shaking and dancing, like just moving the body and moving that energy out. But yeah, that's a really interesting story. Yeah. So funny.
0: (laughs) And so I like how you say that is like starting by moving the energy Mm-hmm. almost like re you mentioned before, like reparenting yourself, like mm-hmm. what was actually true in that moment? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I
1: yeah. can see how
0: that would like really help me reframe that. <laughs> Maybe I, I won't be asking my husband about the hot water tank no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> he would be happy. Yeah. <laughs> so beyond it's- breath work, you mentioned like kind of the shaking, dancing, breath, is there any other tools that you really like to come back to in terms of helping somatically your position with money?
1: Yes. And this is going to help with anything like with your nervous system work, but like going outside. (laughs) Literally, we spend so much time on like computers all the time now, phones, whatever, electronics, but like just going outside, getting like daylight on your face, walking. And like, and one thing I think about when like I go for a walk is like looking for like abundance, like abundance is something we're looking for with money. We want our money to be abundant. So like when you go out on that walk, look for like, oh my gosh, look how many trees or how many leaves are on that tree or how many trees are on that mountain. I don't know where you're walking. If you're on a beach, look how many grains of sand there are. And that allows you to be not only present in the moment and like, mindful of like this everything's fine we're good but also bringing back like okay abundance is all around me and repeating that mantra and that belief that I can have more there is more there's enough to go around like nobody's going to get a bucket of sand and be like oh gosh I gotta leave this because the next person might want some sand (laughs) like there's enough sand I like to think about money that way too but yeah I really think like Getting outside, taking space, and that can be however you want to take it. Like, sometimes it's just like being silent, turning off your TV, and just creating space for you to relax. Because the constant like noise of like social media and TV, and I'm like not an expert in this, like, because I do this too. (laughs) I'm I'm talking to myself also when I'm talking, but like, leaving that space to be open to other things. And like, when we, are constantly being hit with like everything that's going on bad in the world or people like a lot of times on social media are fussing or complaining. And it's like, you're beating yourself in the head with this bad news. Like, what if I just step away and just listen to my own intuition here? So.
0: Mm, yeah. And like yeah. just being mindful and choosing what you're going to put in. Mm-hmm. That's such an interesting concept. Cause I think if we like slow down, then a lot of the time, like this situation wouldn't be any worse, but mm-hmm. it has an opportunity to be better. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. So you've given us some tips. We've talked about why the nervous system, like somatically how we need to deal with it. Otherwise it's stored. You've given us some tips on like how we can start and do that. Do you have any last tip that you're like, okay, you know, people, when we're thinking about money, this is something I really wish they all knew. To
1: go back and give yourself a hug. (laughs) The little you or you from three years ago, whoever, if there's some kind of money decision that you have some regret or you feel some shame about or just any kind of uncomfortable emotions, like, you know, giving yourself that little bit of that self-compassion of like you were doing the best that you could with the resources that you had and what you knew at the time. And, you know, if you were a kid, maybe that's, you know, you just coping with what was going on, but like, yeah, just the, I'm going to go back and give myself a hug from five years ago. I always say that because I, you know, made these decisions that I wasn't happy about. So allowing yourself the grace and the compassion that you would give to other people. And that will allow you to let go of some of the feelings and the thoughts that you have around money some like animosity that you might feel. It's just one of the tricks I like to use.
0: Mm, I love it. That's so good. Okay. I want to thank you for your time, Nikki. If people got the conversation started and they want to dive deeper, where can they find you?
1: They can find me on Instagram at wildly underscore That's where I'm most active. I also mm-hmm. have a podcast called wildly worthy. So you can check me out both of those places.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the School for Small Business podcast. That's right. I'm saying thank you because I believe so heavily in small businesses and how they are the backbone of our community. And I am so grateful that you are taking the steps to make sure that your small business is here for the long run, supporting your family and your community. And I just love it. If you found any nuggets from this episode that were helpful to you, I want to ask you a favor. I want to ask that you share them with a friend because if you found them helpful, somebody else will as well. And it's that concept of the rising tide raises all ships. So please go ahead and share with a friend, whether it's on social, maybe you're sending them an email the old school way. I don't know. You want to send a letter, but any way you want to share. I would just be eternally grateful. And as always, like please just shoot me a DM on Instagram. I love to chat with small business owners.